First off this week, we must apologize just a little bit for the audio quality. Once you get into the podcast, you'll understand why. So with that, let's get on with some Coffee House Blunders. Danny, you're truly having a Griswold's vacation. I, I, I'm i literally, um, they might as well call me Clark this week. So <laughs> I'm, I'm at Disneyland right now. How did this like, happen? How did this happen? It is so, basically Christmas. Is it a Christmas miracle? It, it is a Christmas it. miracle. So Santa, Santa, that, that jolly old elf, he, uh, he dropped a bomb on us on Sunday, December 17th. Um, and he said, Hey, wake up, sleepy heads. You're going to Disneyland. <laughs> what, was this like, was this like, Hey, Hey, literally get up. We're leaving right now. Literally. It oh was, um, we woke up on Sunday morning to big old Christmas present in the middle of the living room. And, uh, the, uh, it was just like a big box. And when you open the box, balloons floated out of it and tied on the bottom of the balloons were Disneyland tickets. No. Yeah. No, that guy, he really outdid himself this year. He's, first of all, just the math to figure out exactly how much helium would be needed for the tickets to float, but also not send the house floating in the air like the movie Up, right? Yeah. So just, just the pure math on that, he gets credit for that, that guy. And and that they were in there overnight, right? So you have to like uh, plan out the, the, the dissipation of air from the balloon in right. the overnight planning that's impressive no, no exactly no he uh plus there's like heat and cold and anyway, all those factors so he was a genius so we spent the last couple days here rocking disneyland there's i there's so many stories it's hard to know where to begin but i just want to say that you learn a lot at disneyland about what you're capable of as a parent and what you're not capable of and um so the, that could be the biggest Christmas miracle of all. But uh, we've been having a blast riding different rides, and uh, um, anyway, it's been great. I've been uh, I've been enjoying it because not only well, are we recording this podcast at six a.m. Um, slumming on some um, Keurig and Hotel mm. Joe, um, hence yep. the the raspy voice of me waking up five minutes ago. But it was also really nice because. When I got the the message that that you're here at Disneyland, it's it's so I'm a Disneyland, and then yeah. what ensued is a series of of family photos. Well, first it was a, fa- a photo of just you on a coaster, and I go, oh, "Did right. Danny just go to the go to Disneyland by himself?" <laughs> and th- and then came in the photos of the the beautiful, lovely children mm-hmm. riding some roller coasters. Um, me being all jelly over here because you guys went to Cars World or whatever because that right. that was like in, in construction the last time I went so I haven't gone in like five years so dude but Cars is great I have to say like I, the hype the hype is real the hype lived up to it it was um, I don't want to tell you much because I want you to be surprised but it was mm-hmm. I I was really pleasantly surprised like just by the special effects and by the way that they built that thing out uh, Disney is. Disney is is literally like you know as as we both work in this world and I think we understand you know branding and and the way you know companies try to sort of present themselves both on overt and like subtle levels as far as like their mission and their and their branding and and how that they how they establish like let's say like a loyal fan base right and mm-hmm. Disney is Disney is like they they are just mad geniuses at how they do this and um 
anyway, but Cars was great. Um, back to what you said on the coaster. The reason I sent you that picture of just me, because that's really what this is about, okay? It's about, it's about me you. finding It's about me finding some peace. I'm telling you right now, there is... I I never feel more at peace than moments away from possible death. Like, that is when I am just ready to just check out. But we, we rode California Screaming at California Adventure mm-hmm. so many times, me and, and Nash. I feel like we could have just lived on that thing. Um, and I just, like, close my eyes, and I just love it. I love roller coasters so much. They're my, um, they're honestly like one of my favorite things in the world. You know, growing up in Ohio, we were really close to Sandusky, which, um, has Cedar Point, which is America's rock and roller coast. It's, it's the best. And, um, I had a season pass. I'd go every summer with friends. We drive out a few hours out to Sandusky and you go on this, um, it's on its own little island too. So you drive out and you go all the way out and you just go and you just, and there's so many coasters and so many thrill rides. They add a new attraction every single year. So every year there was something new, which was really cool. Just like Disneyland, there's always something new, but, um, oh man, I, I'm like, I'm an adrenaline junkie too. Like I just, I love, I don't know what to do though on coasters. I don't know how you feel about this, but this is a, this may not be an issue, but when I'm on a coaster, like a lot of people like to scream, they're like, ah, Right. Like, you know, like, like hold up their hands. I see your, your hands are up. Right. I just, I just hold on and I smile. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just so happy. I don't know what to do. Well, the hands up, the hands up was, that was, I think the second time we went that I seen that pig. But for the most part, I just like the last few times I just closed my eyes. I didn't even open my eyes. I was just enjoying the like speed. It was one of those things where I had done it a few times now. So I could close my eyes and kind of knew I could like visualize the track, you know, based on where we were. And I just like, mm-hmm. dude, I, I'm the same way. Like I love the adrenaline. I love the, it makes me relaxed. It's a weird thing. It's cause, probably cause I'm crazy running on too much caffeine and anxiety anyway in life. And speaking of the caffeines, yeah. So I'm rocking this hotel Joe and I gotta be honest, like it's not the worst. Like sometimes you, Sometimes you brew those little, those little hotel pots and it came with like that, you know, the coffee that's in kind of the pre, the pre, they, they kind of did the size of coffee for you and like the little cloth package. Right? Oh yeah. It's not and like then, a pod. It, it's like a cloth pod. Yeah. Like a cloth pot. So you drop it mm-hmm. in the pot and you fill up the water and I'm, I, I don't even know what the flavor was. It was some from like Nantucket or something. I don't know, but it's, I'm, I'm, I just wanted to say this is coffee house wonders and, um, Anyway, I just want to say that uh, in addition to my raspy, clearly exhausted voice this morning, I am enjoying the coffee. Yeah, be, being recorded on a um, standard laptop microphone. <laughs> so. Yeah, I apologize for that, everybody. James, as usual, covering for me with his pre-opening co- uh, audio statement, but it's really my fault. So my, my fault, everybody. I'm sorry. So now let me ask you a question, because I was just over in the uh, Anaheim area for a conference. Actually, I went down, I went to Disney and I went to D street, which is really cool. That's like the Disney downtown area. And there's some cool shops there. I don't know if you guys have done that at all yet, but are you doing the, the hopper pass or you went to California? Did you do soaring over California? It's my favorite thing. And then did you do Disneyland? Are you doing both of them? What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was, was let me live through you. Let me live through Um, you here. Um, so yes to all of those questions. Uh, we have a park hopper pass. Um, Santa went big. So we have a five day chest, doc, chest.com doing okay. Yeah. You know, we, we, we have, um, we have a five day park hopper because if you do four, you get a fifth day free. Mm-hmm. That's what Santa taught us anyway. Um, so we did Disneyland first. Um, and, uh, and we rocked Disney on, on Monday. Um, like we, so we drove out Sunday, we rocked Disney on Monday, me and the boys hit up 
every every critical ride in Disney. Um, then we came and, and did California Adventure yesterday. And yes, we did do Soren, but it's now Soren around the world. It's no longer mm. Soren California. They they updated Whoa. it. And it is awesome. Like oh, you man. start out, you're like flying through Antarctica and you're like right next to polar bears and, and then it's like then like, you know, like one of them jumps in and splashes and then when the water hits the screen it goes away and now all of a sudden you're in south america right and like it just so you just you go soaring around the world and it takes you on this on this journey and then eventually you come back to disneyland and you land uh you land at disneyland right when they're doing the fireworks so it's like a live scene it's yeah. so cool so yeah if people don't know what this ride is it's kind of like the suspension thing you sit down and they the um they suspend you up in the air, but you're sitting in like a normal seat, but you're like, you're gliding left and right and a little bit forward, a little bit back. So it's not like a coaster, you know, everything is moving within a few inches, but you feel like you're really soaring over this because they have wind. It's like five dimensions of like, there's like stuff splashing at you and sense. Like my favorite part when it was soaring California was that, you would go and you'd fly over like pine trees and it'd be all piney. And then you're like over orange patches and you're like, mm, orange. Oh no, they delicious. kill that. When you, when you fly over the Taj Mahal, you like smell incense. Whoa. Like it's crazy, dude. No, it, crazy. It, it was, I was, I was digging it. At one point we were flying over something and I was smelling like lavender. Suddenly I wanted to take a bubble bath. It was weird. Right. I mean, they just hit you with all these senses. And speaking of these sort of 3d tours, if you haven't been in a while, I assume that means you also haven't done the star tours, right? At Disney. I had, so the last so, time I went, they had just updated star tours with like the 85. No, did I go on the new one? No, I think my friend went on the new one. It's hard for me to remember if I went. I think I went on the old one, but my friend had just gone. He's like, I went on it like eight times because it's different every single time. Yeah, well, that that was the um, that was the coolest part is that because the last Jedi, which we also have to talk about, just came out. Yep. Um, no spoilers I assume, because I have a funny we, story about that. Actually, have we have we both seen it by now? Okay, so here's what happened. Okay. All right, so. So um, I got really excited about two months ago, Cinerama, which is my favorite movie theater in Seattle. Right. We talked about opened it last up, week. You were, were going to go on Tuesday or something, right? That is correct. Yeah, we're recording on Wednesday morning. So Tuesday, I have I bought six tickets. Ever do this every single year for me, a bunch of my friends. Everyone, everyone this year is like, we're going, even though my friend Jesse has already seen it twice. But whatever. He's like, I'm going anyways. I'm like, that's awesome. So um, I'm jazzed. I'm ready. Um, um, I get Heather comes home from work, you know, we're get, get in our car, we like drive downtown, find the perfect tiny little spot for tiny little Ty. <laughs> He's great. He's ready to go. Right. And, um, we get there and we walk up and, and, and my friend Jesse and, and his wife are walking down and the movie starts at seven and this is about six fifty, So just enough time to go get a coffee. Cause there's coffee inside of the, the theater and chocolate popcorn. And I'm so excited and I'm, I'm ready. Like Heather and I, we just did machete order of star Wars in the last three days. We watched two, uh, th- uh, four, four, five, two, three, six. And let me tell you for machete, order, you don't even need to watch two, three. There's not good movies still. There's still not good movies. Um, <laughs> So just so you know, if you're like, oh, I want to go watch all the Star Wars, just don't don't even there's really no benefit to watching them at all. And, and in fact, Heather was watching them and she was just angry. She was like, these movies are like, she's I'm just angry. Anyway, so we get there and and um, and Jesse goes, um, hey, bro, he's like, um, um, are you sure your tickets were for Tuesday and not Wednesday? And I oh go, no, man, totally. And I pull them out. 
Wednesday. I was like, so you're going tonight. I'm going tonight. So, so we can't even talk about it. We can't even talk about it. So I, we, so, um, this is the kicker though, ready? Because everyone's like ready. And we're like, we're like, okay, we'll come back tomorrow. We're like, oh, let's go get drinks or whatever. And what happened is I have no idea what happened because I looked back at my text message history and I had screenshots of Wednesday. I said Wednesday, but on the calendar, Tuesday for like right. three months, right? Because I bought them so long ago, everyone just assumed it was on Tuesday. Right. But my friend Aaron, poor Aaron, his his company, he his boss was doing a, a holiday team building thing. Tonight. And uh, on Tuesday, so but he he always goes and and he texts me on Monday and he goes, hey, is there any way we can change? This is me like being like now I'm already like oh this is terrible right? But right. like I remember he goes, hey, can we change the tickets because my boss just impromptu did this thing? He's like, I want to hang out with my team, this team building thing, and and the Star Wars is sold out all week. And I go, oh no, I like you know it's all sold out, blah blah blah, you know. And I, I'm looking, I look on their website. And he goes, okay, no worries. I'll just go out to dinner and I'll skip the, I'll skip the app, other thing, right? Now, remember, like, Jesse tells me at 6.50, so Aaron is already on the way. He's already now skipped his team oh, no. building, and I text him. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just like all, oh, like, I'm just like, Poor I don't want to. I was, I was best friend, no longer best friend. Let's just say that happened. Okay. Now, luckily, though, I will say that I brought Christmas gifts. So there was a nice, like, there was a nice <laughs> ending to that story of that we got drinks. We, I, I paid for dinner for everyone, you know, like, big, hey, guys. Um, we chatted. Uh, I found out that Aaron has laser discs of episodes um, four, five, six. We just need to get a laser disc player. So we're going to do right. that um, soon. And uh, and then I you know handed uh, handed Aaron a nice uh, local thing of uh, of of, uh, of um, Washington whiskey. So that was kind of nice. Um, and everyone else got gifts too. And and everyone's going to come back tonight. So we're all it's, we're all going to happen. It's all going to happen oh, again. And, and we made the joke like, "Up, oh, see ya. See you in about twenty two hours." <laughs> that is. I'm so sorry, first of all, for, for you and for Aaron. That is, like, really terrible where you, like... But, you know, it's so funny. Like, he, he made, like, the choice. That you Like, he chose, like, his friends in that moment, right? And then, mm-hmm. uh-oh. And then it just all blew up in his face. So, that's yeah, that's sad. Well, then I won't say anything about um, The Last Jedi, which is nice because we can keep this episode short as we focus on me getting off this terrible microphone for Disney. But I will say this, one of the coolest parts about the Star Tours we just did um, is that it was updated for The Last Jedi. Oh, so, cool. And, and then I like looked it up. There was like a blog. And, and so we, the it was only updated last week. So we're one of whatever, few, several, I'm sure tens of Trillion. thousands of people because yeah. <laughs> because Disney gets tens of thousands of people every day. But um, we're one of few that have actually seen the new one with the, the Last Jedi updates because it's got scenes from scenes from the new movie. Oh, man. So See, that was, that's that was awesome. really cool. That's awesome, but they're also assuming that everyone's seen it. So, like, imagine, like, you're going to Disney, like, last week, and, like, the movie just comes out, and you're like, oh, I'm going to go see it on Friday, and you're like, I'm going on, but you have no idea, right? You go right. on Star Tours, and you're like, whoa, just ruined my life. Well, it doesn't, there's no, um, there's no, there's no spoilers, I'll say that, oh, okay. but it's, okay. but, I, like, having seen the movie, I could just, the visual effects, and then there's a couple scenes where you go and, and you do something that was done in the movie, but if you hadn't seen the movie, it wouldn't necessarily be a spoiler. In fact, it would be cool because even then, if you went and saw it, you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, I was just there in 3D, like I was like just in this scene." So, so that part mm-hmm. of it was 
but anyway, I just thought it was cool that, you know, me and the boys got to see something visually that, because when we rolled in on Sunday night, it was, we get to the hotel here in uh, Anaheim at like six, like literally 6.45, and we had plans to go see Star Wars that day, but then Santa dropped this bomb on us, right? So mm. I looked up a local theater, and we, and I was like, honey, I got to take the boys to go see The Last Jedi. And she looked at me in the eye and said, I resent this. And I said, I know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> she, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to think people looked. She looked me in the eye and said, I know, honey. Do what you got to know. But she looked me in the eye and was like, uh, you got to be kidding me. No. But we, um, but uh, no, she was supportive. We, so me and the boys jotted. But part of the reason we got in so late, by the way, is because we stopped at a local pho place um, on the mm. way in. There is nothing better than hole-in-the-wall pho, you know? Um, and I love that my kids are cultured enough. Really, my wife gets credit for that because we've kind of like been eating, you know, green curries and Vietnamese, Asian. We've been we've been very like we eat all kinds of different ethnic foods. And um, so our kids, let's just say their palates are I would like to think my children have mature palates. Um, they, they can they can handle themselves you know, a Vietnamese spicy dish, you know, and uh, there's nothing cuter than going there and watching Talia 11, right? Little baby 11 from Stranger mm-hmm. Things try to work. Mm-hmm. She somehow made a single chopstick work. I don't even know how, but she was like stabbing the 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 noodles and the meat in the pho and eating it. It was just awesome to watch. She's like, I get this. I, under- I understand this. She's like, I, I can do this. He's like, I got this. <laughs> That's amazing. So, so, I mean, that's actually really cool because when I grew up, I was, you know, grew up in the Midwest and it was just meat and potatoes all the time. I'm not going to stereotype the Midwest. That was just me in the nineties was meat and potatoes. You know, it's not like we're eating sushi and having pho and all this stuff. I think that moving away from the Midwest, like opened my eyes a lot. And then moving to the Pacific Northwest where we're all more, you know, foodies, even more than Arizona, I would say, um, at least in, in the two thousands, like now, when I go back to Arizona, things have changed quite a bit, but um, yeah, that's one thing that I really like is, is Heather and I are, um, H digs, if you will, H town, um, yeah. if you will, we're, we're pretty adventurous. We're really into trying ridiculously cool stuff. I think that's why we like to travel so much because like, if you travel, one of the big things that you do when you travel is eat food and you got to be a little adventurous and yeah. try things. I remember when I was in Taiwan last year, we, me and my buddy, we just wandered into like kind of local, localville, localville, Taiwan and, nothing was in English. And we're just like, well, let's go into this little place and just, Pick you know, something. point, point a finger at, and right. like, I want this. <laughs> and we did. And it was great. You know, it was like, yeah, it was really good. You get to be a little adventurous, but I mean, growing up, I think that was the hardest part for me is that we, we, I don't want to say, you know, say anything bad about um, my parents cooking. Like we had food on our plate every night and that, that's all I could ask for. Right. But, um, I was really happy um, to 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 open up my palate a little bit, and I wish that I would have done that earlier because, like, growing up, I didn't eat any fish, I didn't eat anything, and I was right. from such early just eat meat and potatoes well, all no, day. I mean, and I was like, Ugh. I think I think a lot of people have that experience. I would say I had a similar experience in that, but I but I also started I started traveling so young for chess, right? I mean, at mm. twelve years old, my parents were throwing me on on red eyes to Moscow alone, you know, like in hindsight, <laughs> like you know, you Get know, out they of here. realized that I didn't. Sometimes, by the way, that was the funniest thing about being here at Disney is I remember being here when I was eleven, and Josh, my little brother, was nine, and you know, now I have a twelve and a nine year old here with me, right? Yeah. And um. And like I send my twelve and nine year old out 
with Nash has a cell phone with like super clear ways that we can stay in touch. And for the most part, I'm with them the whole time. Right. But when they go on a ride alone, like I tell Nash, like your motto in your life is always have your cell phone and your little brother with you. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's your, that's on your gravestone. Right. And cell phone and little brother Nash. Cause, cause I need you to, cause I'm so worried about it. And I, and I looking back, I realized my parents just like, like they just like let us in Disneyland and said, go. Like we didn't see them all day, and, it's the and safest we were place in on lines earth, right? for hours. What? It's like the safest place on earth, right? I know, but it just seems so crazy to me that 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 would be that that would be okay. But anyway, back to the food thing. Yeah, no, we um we um I would have a similar experience, except I also started traveling early, and and Shauna Shauna's just been so great with the kids because she like always wants to cook and do like adventurous stuff at home. Like, dude, next time you and Heather come out. Shauna has to make you guys uh, her green curry that she's making now. Oh, we'll just, we'll, like, we'll put any, we'll, we'll eat it all, dude. She's like making these like homemade curries. She's done a red. She's done like a spicy like mango, some something or other, and then she did a green curry, and it was like the best curry I've ever had in my life. Like I I I, I bleep I bleep you not. It was it was uh, no one ever wants to be bleeped, and I bleep you not. So um, I'm in. I'm in. I, I like that. Yeah. So. Now that you're at Disney, you are surrounded by your children as you record this. Um, mm. And are you, so when I went to Disney last time, it's kind of like once you get in, right, Disney is just like, give me all your money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> are, are you are you getting around that somehow? It sounds like you guys are going out or, and is this the kid's first time, right? So yeah. is it just like mind blowing to them? Or like, I just want to be in their shoes. Like I remember going where I was young, but I, I don't remember too much. I remember I went to Disney World. I remember some alien ride or something like that, but that was about it, you know? Is it like, but is it just blowing their mind? Like, what's their experience? Yeah, are you like, you know, or you're just like, whatever, I'm doing my own thing. So any anybody who follows me on Twitter knows I, I tweeted a, a conversation with Warner. This kind of sums up it. Like, Warner is the most adorable and also most impulsive of my children. And, like, everything he sees, he wants. And uh, so it's so the the conversation was, "Hey, Dad, I need a churro." And I said, "No, Warner, you want a churro." He goes, "What? No, I really need one." I said, "I said, Warner, that's an oxymoron. No one has ever needed a churro." And then he goes, "What?" And that's it. And then I bought him a churro. But like, so it's like a churro, a cotton candy, a this, a that, and the other thing, right? So um, we made a deal with the kids: no souvenir. No souvenir getting until like the last day. That way we do like one day of like everyone getting one thing or something, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, if you, and they set it up so that every time you come out of a ride, you're right in the middle of a store, right? Where oh, you yeah. have to the Star buy. Wars so, one is hard because you're in a world of Star Wars right away. Yeah. And it's like, I would like all of this, please. Mm-hmm. No. And, and, and by the way, even I was like that, like I came out. And there's like a, there's like an R2D2 shaped, like full size NFL football. I'm like, okay, obviously. Right. And then you can build your own lightsaber. So they have this like desk where you can like, you have the middle starting, like, you know, the shaft of the lightsaber, right? You have the middle Mm -hmm. thing. And then, and then you can stick things on the side, like Kylo Ren. You can do any color. Like you can build your own lightsaber. And Nash, (laughs) Nash built his own lightsaber and then just like walked out of the store. I was like, Nash, what are you doing? Like, you have to buy that. He goes, you do? I'm like, like, yeah, you can't just like, you can't just walk out. And he's like, oh, I thought everyone just gets to build their own lightsaber. And uh, anyway, so, but no, it it is hard. And that is how Disney wins the game is um, you do the math on like how many people are there 
and it's like 175 bucks, like a ticket, right, for like a park hopper or something, right? Yeah, yeah. And you just do the math on the amount of, like, that place is probably profiting like a million dollars a day after everything. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just like bananas. And if anyone ever wonders, how does a company get to be valued at like $4 trillion? That's how. You know, like it just—it's just so nuts. But anyway, it is a lot of fun, and it's uh, the kids are enjoying it. And um, I hope to have nothing but more fun updates for everybody next week. But um, but uh, I could just go on and on here about the different rides and stuff like that. But anyway, so it, it's it's fun and it's 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 rough. It's Disney. It's expensive, but it's also just you know Santa. Um, one on one of the balloons tied to it was a an envelope full of cash. So mm. that the trip was kind of budgeted and it was like Santa wrote this this letter to everybody and kind of said like, hey, like everything's going to be fun. I've talked to your coaches and teachers like you're going to be OK. And hey, mom and dad, don't panic. Check out the envelope for you. And then you open it. and There's cash. So Santa, you know, that guy just like he just like thought of everything and, and he just took care of all of it. So, oh, man, I'm I'm pretty jealous of this, this uh, holiday Christmas adventure that you're having. That is for sure. <laughs> Well, you know what? Now that I know you're a roller coaster buff too, maybe that could be our thing. Sometimes we get older, right? Kids are oh, all yeah. grown. We could be like, "Hey, let's hop on a plane and go here to this roller coaster." You know? Oh, that'd be good. I like that. So I like that. That'd be pretty. Like, hey, we're gonna go to this, but we're gonna go to this. Uh, you know, that'd be pretty amazing. Yeah, that'd be pretty no, good. The I would um, like that. apparently Six Flags like almost burnt down in the California fires because initially we were thinking if we would do more than. Um, you know, once we found out that Santa was sending us to Disneyland, are we going to do more than just Disneyland while we're in California? But the fires north of, uh, on the north side of LA, um, and moving up, there's this amazing picture. I should find it online so that people listening to the podcast can check it out. There's this amazing pic- picture of this like massive dust dropper, right? Like the, the airplane bomber dropping all this red dust, like oh, right, man. right in front of Six Flags. <laughs> Like, apparently it's controlled now and, and, and no longer an issue in that, like, area. But, like, Six Flags was, like, literally, um, I mean, like, a, a quarter mile or something from the fire. It was nuts. Yeah, that's that's bananas. Did, um, did, is it smoky there? Is it, like, No, it's intense? not. That's, I, I, I was worried about it. Me and, me and Shauna both were, like, hey, like, is this going to kind of, you know, ruin our magical experience? But, no, it's not. It's, um... I think it's one of the things that both makes California so dangerous for fires is the constant wind coming off the ocean. And one of the reasons why it's so difficult to control and maintain here and so dangerous is because the wind cycles, you know, coming off the West Coast um, constantly change. I mean, if you follow it, it says like, you know, fire 30 percent contained moving north and then like literally five minutes later, it's fire only 20% contain it's moving south because the winds change so rapidly, right? So mm-hmm. that's one of the things that makes the fire so dangerous and why people wonder why it's been so hard to manage. But I think it's also the thing that makes it um, like it, like there is, I can't, I, there's not a single smell you can't see any more than the regular Los Angeles smog, right? I mean, it's been, it's been bright and sunny the whole time we've been here. Honestly, it's been phenomenal weather. It's been great. And there is like not a, not a single, center trace of any of any issues even though you know 40 miles north of here there's like massive fires so yeah. i think i think the winds coming off the ocean just constantly sort of keep things kind of fresh here i like that that's pretty awesome Man, yeah it's so cool 
I'm pretty, uh, I'm a little, I'm, 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 I'm a little, I'm a little jelly. I like I'm it. pretty it's, jelly. You know what? I'm always jelly of you and your travels with, with Miss Heather and without Miss Heather as you do things. So it's, well, it's, let me um, tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm not, honored. Not, I'm not happy. I'm making jealous. I'm just honored. That's all. Well, I'll, let me tell you, I'm, I'm a little bit jealous mostly because we got holiday travel coming up. So next week, um, for our listeners, it's, it's going to be Christmas. So I want to wish everyone a happy holidays. Yep. Um, I don't think we'll be able to record just because I'm going to be literally hopping from plane to plane to plane. We are going into the tundra. Heather just looked up the weather at home, negative 10 degrees. OMG. Oh, not ready for that. Yeah. So what do you even pack for that? Because I don't know. First, we're going to go to Vegas because I said, if we're going to go to the Midwest, I got to go to Vegas first and go see the Cirque du Soleil show. Right. <laughs> that's, what, that's what's happening. Um <laughs> Because it's actually it's actually um, more feasible to go from Seattle to Vegas, spend some time in Vegas, and then go Vegas to Cleveland. Because um, going from Seattle to Cleveland is a nightmare. It's terrible. I, I've talked about our Frontier overnight flight, which apparently they don't offer this time of year, which we weren't going to do anyways. But um, everything about it is terrible. Yeah. And um, but you can get a direct flight from Vegas to Cleveland on Southwest. And we have this companion pass that's expiring. So we might as well use it. And um, so that's what we're doing. And then we're going to go there. And then we're heading out to some other states and things like that. It's going to be it's going to be you, cold and terrible. You may be the first person who ever uttered the words. If you're going to go to the Midwest, you, you have to go to Vegas first and see the circulation show. Exactly. Like, you have to. That, just the fact that that sentence came out of your mouth is is why I love you. That's phenomenal. <laughs> well, that's, what you, that's what you have never, to do. I mean, that's literally that's what you have like, to do. Um, and as far as what you pack, I got no advice for you there, buddy. My wife reminds me regularly. I mean, she's from Chicago, like you, uh, from the cold Midwest. So anytime mm-hmm. we're cold in northern Arizona, she she looks at me and reminds me that I don't know what cold is. Because, um, <laughs> you know. true. Chicago is a different different level of cold when it's windy and frozen and the snow falls and then doesn't leave for months. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, so I, I just I can just wish you luck and and take care, you know. Um, or is it take care, take luck, and and bring care? How does that work? Either way, I wish it to you. Yeah. Um, well, Danny, you know I don't want to keep you too too long. Um, I am I'm really jealous about your holiday. I think. Um, for the holidays, we should we should um, definitely make sure that we um, we chat each other up on the holidays and give each other a little phone call, little little hugs and kisses. Yep. And um, I do want to do a little listener feedback because we had some good and these are kind of Christmas important questions that we need to get to. Um, okay. By the way, let's do it. So we do have two people. People responded and they said, "Hey, we 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 love your podcast and we're going to write in and we really like that." They went to blunders.fm wrote us some emails. We've been getting some really good stuff. So the first one here, this is a mission critical question, actually, especially writing in, this is gutsy writing in, um, you know, a week before Christmas, but this is from Peter Cook. He says, uh, big fan of the podcast. Danny, you're adorable. And no, I didn't write that. But um, he says, I have, a, I have a question. He goes, I used to be addicted to video games. Like when the mm-hmm. PlayStation 3 came out, he just loved it. It was like the, the best thing ever, mm-hmm. but he's really fallen off you know, and um, he wants to return to video games, but he's like, I don't know what to buy. Half of the people are PlayStation 4, people are Xbox. What is the recommendation this from is for you for sure? Coffeehouse Blunders. Well, what's interesting is so you and I, we both own an Xbox One, correct? Mm-hmm. You own an Xbox One? Mm-hmm. And uh, we, I think, is it a 1S? I have to ask Nash. I don't know. The small one? It's, it's an Xbox One, I think. I don't think it's a 1S. Okay. 
Yeah, Nash oh, confirms from his bed. It's the regular Xbox One. Good morning, Nash. That's what. Good morning, Nash. Um, and I have an <laughs> I have an Xbox One S, and um, not the X, but the the S, the normal S. And uh, I'm, I'm not really a big Sony person. I did own a PlayStation Three, but I didn't really use it to play games at all. And you know, from someone that works at Microsoft, I can tell you, obviously, the Xbox One is the best video game console ever produced right. and, and manufactured. That is the correct answer. My recommendation is to buy a Nintendo Switch. That's actually yeah. my recommendation. Well, and I'll well, tell you, we don't, why. we don't have a Switch. We have um, uh, we have a Nintendo Wii U, which, courtesy of the one and only Mots, I think I've told that story that Mister Mont- Montemagno um sent my family a Wii U just out of the amazing goodness of his heart like a couple of years ago. So we, yeah. although we, uh, admittedly, we've fallen off playing the Wii U games. Um, yeah. Nash and Warner are kind of in their own Xbox One world, and every once in a while I, I make them go old school. We bust out a Halo or Rocket League, and I'll play with them. Um, but I want to get back on the Wii U train. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Because yeah, I think with the Wii U, it, what's great is that you have you had like all these amazing Nintendo games and, and because by the time you get it, by the time you got it, a bunch of great games were out and then they were still making it quite a few more. So you had this big back catalog of Mario Kart and Mario mm-hmm. and Zelda and all this stuff. Smash and now Bros. With the, and Smash Bros. I mean, you had all those titles. And now the cool thing with the Switch is that they've in year one, because right now if you're getting it, it's like almost been a year. You literally have a brand new Mario, brand new Zelda. You have Mario Kart remastered. You have Splatoon 2. You have um, <clears throat> you have Rocket League on it now. You have all these indies titles. Oh, Rocket you, League is on is on the Switch. Rocket League is on the Switch what? with crossplay oh. to the Xbox, which is cool. Um, and and then they have like you know all these big publishers. So they have your Doom. You have your Elder Scroll. You have all these great games. Here's why I like it is because last night Heather's watching TV. She's watching a little Hawaii Five O. Um, and I'm like I'm gonna go get ready for bed. And I'm going to go lay down. I'm just going to pick up my Switch right here. I'm going to go in. I'm just going to play a little pinball right now, right? And just nice. put myself to sleep with a little pinball right, right in bed, <laughs> right? You know, but I have this big screen. You know, so it's really nice. It's good for travel, but it just plugs in. I think it, it's made me game more because of the houses that we're in, right? Imagine if, if, if you know, Talia wants to watch TV or something. You're like, well, I want to play a video game. Well, you just pick it up and boom, you're playing it. Um, so I think it's really cool. And then... For multiplayer too, it, it automatically out of the box comes with two controllers. So there's that. But I, I think honestly, at this point, you know, you can get an Xbox One with games for like 200 bucks, 250 bucks. And that would be the one I would go to only because I think the PlayStation and the Xbox basically have the same stuff. Just yeah. what do you like a little bit better? And I'm always a big fan of, I'm a big fan of our online services and our software in general. So I think our software is just superior. Um, yeah, so and, just and I can back that up not not working for microsoft i can say that there um it it feels more and more like the playstation has sort of has like a very like loyal niche following like a small kind of cult following right where like people if whatever that is about the sony format or about the the playstation uh, i i don't even know what but to me it seems like the the branding they used to control where there were games that were kind of solo to the PlayStation, like no longer really exists, right? I mean, almost everything is available on Xbox that you can get on PlayStation. Are there any games that are only PlayStation these days? Yeah, I mean, whatever comes from Sony. Yeah, there's definitely a few. There's definitely quite a few, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, then I guess so that would be the only other caveat is obviously if you're obsessed with one particular game. But to me, yeah, so, okay. Well, I think that's it. 
I think the kids are about to wake up. I think we should, yeah. should wrap this puppy up. Danny. Oh, Nash has something to say. What's up, bud? There's a game dead. Yeah, got it. Okay, so Destiny has some aspects to it that are PlayStation only. So, ask so what, the what does Nash say? You, there you go, Peter Cook. You wrote a- your, ask you, Nash. If Nash didn't have anything currently, what would he want? PlayStation, Xbox, or Nintendo Switch? What would he but want? But even with that, Nash, if you could have anything currently of the latest game models, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One SX, you would have a PlayStation 4? Whoa. That's because you don't have a PlayStation 4. Warner, what would you have? Okay, so Warner, Warner Speaks... A more balanced answer right now. The force is strong with him. <laughs> the force is strong with this one. Um, anyway, all right. Well, the boys are waking up in the room here. Um, we're about to get into prep for the next hour. We're gonna deal with a couple tantrums. We're gonna we're gonna roll out of um, you know roll out of our, our our PJs and and get things all ready to pop back into California Adventure today. So, all right, buddy. Well, thank you so much for for waking up doing this. Um, and honestly, have a happy, happy holiday, and uh, may the force be with you. Same, same to you and Miss Heather. Happy holidays. Love you, and uh, Merry Christmas and safe travels. Thanks. Love you, buddy. <laughs>